always with me on the podcast is Noah Ogden. And Noah, I just looked, bro. It's been five months since our last podcast. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, me moving down to Florida kind of threw a monkey wrench in the whole podcast <laughs> thing, but we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Um, it's good to be back. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened since we've been on the pod. Obviously, I think like when we were doing the pod consistently, we took a break through the summer because like we we're not gonna talk, sit here and talk about baseball, obviously, um, and nothing really else goes on other than summer league. Um, I got into betting a little baseball in the summer, and it did not go well for me at all. So I'm staying far away. Yeah, for me, betting in the summer really never works out. It doesn't mean I'm staying away from it, but <laughs> it's just not my cup of tea, really. Whatever goes on in the summer is not good for me for betting. I just need, like, little bets in the summer, like summer league, NBA draft, like stupid shit that I think I, I know something about. Yeah. But I think, yeah, like, I'll see a tennis game on TV and I'll be like, what's, like, the line for the Like, I, that's what I, for, like, that's exactly what I think of, like, right when I'm watching the game. Yeah, me too. I might do a couple UFCs, even though I don't really know too much oh, about it. But, yeah, that's, I, I mean, I think I even bet, like, the hot dog eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey Chestnut is probably minus a million. I just take his over every year. It's, like, over 73 hot dogs, and it bumps up like a hot dog every year. I just take the over. Oh, the over, yeah. Yo, did you see, did you actually watch it this summer? He choked out that dude? Yeah, bro. I... <laughs> they're, they're crazy. I don't know if I consider them athletes, but they consider themselves athletes. Nah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll get into some college football, um, and then we will go to NFL, um, and then we can we – can, I can rant about my team at least for a little bit, and then you could talk about how good your bills look when we get into the NFL. Um, but we'll start with the college slate. Um, last night I actually dabbled after – I had a big bet on Tampa Bay last night, and it didn't go great for me, as you could see. But I got in live. The chase was on, and I got in live. Washington State plus 6.5 at halftime. Dude, well, I've been on Washington State a lot this year, They're and good. dude, I know the the cardinal sin is is uh, betting against Utah for cardinal me. Sin. And I I swear I haven't bet against them all year, but that was the first time, and I just had to take the points. And uh, Cameron Rising didn't play. Yeah, that's big. I mean, I I agree with you. Utah's definitely on my do not bet against list. Was was the game in Utah or was it in Washington State? It was in Washington State. Okay, that, okay. If it's in Utah and you bet against them, you're betting yeah. at your own risk at that point. Yeah. So I took that, which was a nice little hit. But um, the first game we'll get into, which I actually like a pick in this game: Notre Dame versus Syracuse. Um, it's in Syracuse, and I kind of like Notre Dame. I. I know it's a really weird line, and, and Drew Pine for Notre Dame has been terrible. Terrible. <laughs> and I'm biased, so, like, you could tell me if I'm way off here. But I just think Syracuse, after last week, I think they were all in against Clemson. And to lose that game the way they did, a bullshit roughing the – was it – I think it was roughing that, the pass. Or it was a unnecessary bounce. roughness out of bounds. Yeah. yeah, a bullshit flag and um, I think they put everything in that game and now a tough spot – Against Notre Dame, who has, like, they have players. Like, they have a good defense. Drew Pine is obviously not it. But Michael Mayer on the offense. Um, Schrader's a little beat up for Syracuse. So I think it's just a tough spot for Syracuse. I don't know what you think. Yeah, I mean, there's kind of two ways to look at it from Syracuse's perspective. Like, they're either going to come out and be pissed off about last week 
four, they're going to be like, yeah, that was our season in that game. Because, like, now at this point, like, I mean, they, they probably have playoff aspirations going into that game. And if they won it, like, there's no reason they couldn't have won out and for and somehow made it to the playoff, which sounds crazy to saying that about Syracuse. But I kind of agree with you. I think it's I think it's kind of a letdown spot for Syracuse. I think they kind of had all their eggs in the basket with the Clemson game. And just the way they lost, it was, was terrible. I, I feel really bad for them. Um, so, yeah, I, how many points is Notre Dame getting? They're getting – it was two and a half. It was actually three earlier in the week. It's it moved down to two and a half, and now it's one and a half. I'm seeing. I don't love that to be yeah. honest. A three, I like a lot better. I can I can see that being a really close game. I w- I wouldn't be surprised at all if Notre Dame won. But Syracuse is actually pretty good. I think. I don't think they're just like a fake good. I think like they, like they battled with Clemson and they honestly outplayed them. Yeah, like no, they're they're a good team. Yeah, no, I do think they are a good team. Um. It just it does seem like Notre Dame gets up for these games too. Like Ohio State, they played pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, beating BYU, where I mean maybe BYU was a little overrated coming into the year, but they were ranked at the time. So now going into Syracuse, I think Notre Dame kind of needs this game as a statement game. And is do you think Syracuse is their playoff hopes over, or do like if Clemson runs the table? They both get into the ACC championship game. Is there a shot for Cuse to get in the playoff, or is it kind of over with that loss? I, I think it's a long shot. I mean, I think just the selection committee looking at it, just Syracuse with one loss, it's just going to completely, just yeah. the name Syracuse, they're just going to completely overlook them, I think. Yeah, yeah, I agree there. Um, Ohio State, Penn State, uh, two versus 13. Penn State, obviously which I'm not going to lie to you. I was on Penn state plus seven against Michigan a couple weeks ago. That did not pan out for me. Um, Does Ohio state run away here? They're laying 15 in Penn state. I don't know. Dude, I think I honestly think Ohio state's a little bit overrated this year. I'm not as afraid of them this year as I usually am, but I mean, Penn state, the, the only full game I watched at Penn State was the Michigan game, and they looked, they did not look good at all. So it's it's hard for me to say this is the game that Ohio State's going to kind of struggle with. If I had to bet it, I'd probably, I'd probably lay the points with Ohio State. Yeah, it's probably – yeah, it's going to be a stay-away game for me. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think I would lay the points, too, with Ohio State if I had to choose one. Um, moving on, Georgia and Florida, that is in Georgia – George is laying 23 and a half. Anthony Richardson is either very, very good or he is a horrible. Um, I've been with him. I think we were both on live betting Florida against Kentucky. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that first game of the year against Utah I was like, wow, Florida might be for real. Anthony Richardson could be a Heisman front runner. And, I mean, it's just so inconsistent. Is there any chance Anthony Richardson can put up enough points to be in the game against Georgia? I still have a bad taste in my mouth from Anthony Richardson because, like you said, that Kentucky game, he looked horrible. And, like, I don't know why I thought about that. Um, I mean, Kentucky has a good defense. Georgia's defense is way better. So I don't see any way Florida goes in there and even makes this one close. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it either. I mean, Anthony Richardson's going to have to have a day. But even even if he does, I it's hard for me to see. One, it's hard for me to see him having a day against that Georgia defense. Yeah. And two, even if he does, I don't think it's going to be a, a very close game. I agree. Um, another ranked versus ranked, Oklahoma State versus Kansas State. In Kansas State, that's 330 kickoff. Um, 
to be honest, I haven't watched a ton of Kansas State. Um, I like Oklahoma State and Spencer Sanders. I like um, what Mike Gundy. Yeah. Um, their head coach there. They're on the road. They're getting one and a half. That's definitely a stay away game for me. Um, I literally think it's a it's a 50-50 toss up. Um, what is your t- do you have any opinion on that one? I, I honestly, those are two of my favorite teams to bet on this year. I, I love Oklahoma State. I think they have a really good defense. They, they battle every game. Kansas State's kind of the same. I think Kansas State had a heartbreaker last week against TCU, if I remember correctly. They were up like they were up by like two or three touchdowns in the first half, and I think they ended up losing to TCU. Yeah. Um, I, I like Kansas State a lot, though, in this one. I think I'm going to be looking to get in live on this game, regardless of how it starts. I, I can see one team getting out to a hot start, and then the other team kind of battling back into it. So if I'm kind of hoping Oklahoma State jumps out to like a two touchdown lead, and that way I can live by Kansas State and get a couple yeah. touchdowns, maybe. Yeah, Kansas State was a really, really popular pick last week against TCU. I think they opened seven and a half, mm-hmm. uh, plus seven and a half. It came all the way down to like three and a half, plus three and a half, and obviously they didn't get their TCU winning by ten. Um, so that game will be at three thirty. Um, one game that I love on this slate that it's probably my, my favorite college pick wake forest, um, going to Louisville only laying three. Um, it was actually, it opened, I think three and a half. It's now down to three. So maybe some public money on Louisville. I really like wake. I just like wake's team. I really like Sam Hartman. Louisville has been super disappointing. Um, you know, I thought Malik Cunningham could have a Heisman-type season, but just Louisville's been not very good, in my opinion. Louisville sucks. I, I bet against them every <laughs> chance I get. I'm just going to say it flat out. I mean, coming into the year, they were hopeful they were going to have a good year. I've, I've watched at least three or four of their games, and they're just not they're not a good team. I, I agree with you on that one. I didn't even look at that line yet, but I, I love Wake Forest minus three on that game, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'll be probably my my one of my favorite picks this weekend. Um, what do you make? I've been uh I've been on Illinois all year. They go to Nebraska. Obviously, Nebraska is a tough team to bet on. Um, can never get around to betting. I think I lied about them once this year and it actually hit. Um, but Illinois in Nebraska laying seven. I think I like Illinois in this spot. I just like DeVito. I like uh, Belima. I just, I do, I kind of believe in this Illinois team. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a match made in heaven. I mean, I'll bet against Nebraska any chance I get. They just find a way to, to <laughs> lose games. Like, Nebraska could be up 21-0 at halftime, and if I bet Illinois, I really wouldn't be stressed at all just because they find a way to lose. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I remember you saying, like, a couple weeks into the year, you liked Illinois, and I kind of started paying more attention to them, and I kind of like I kind of like the way they play. As a Michigan fan, that's the game I'm most worried about outside of the Ohio State game. I think Illinois, you could say, is the third best team in the Big Ten right now. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, Kentucky going to Tennessee. Tennessee has looked ridiculous. Um, I wasn't a believer until I was a believer in them. I wasn't a believer they were a playoff team. Right. Um, until they beat Alabama. I was on Alabama, I'm not going to lie, and minus nine and a half. Um, and Tennessee wins outright. Um, they're laying 12 against Kentucky at home. I'm staying away. I lean towards Tennessee. I just think they're so freaking explosive offensively. Maybe a team total over I would look at, but 
I'm not like I'm not going quick to lay 12 points there. Yeah, I'm honestly I kind of like Kentucky in this one. I think okay. I, I'm a big Kentucky fan personally. They're another team I will never bet against, except for that Florida game. That's kind of why I'm pissed off that I did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Kentucky has a very, very good defense. I, I think they have the best defense in the SEC outside of Georgia and Bama. They, I think they have the third best defense. They've only allowed, they played Mississippi State last week. They only allowed 17 points to them. Tennessee's offense is obviously much more explosive. Kentucky's going to have to keep that low scoring to, to have any chance because Kentucky's offense is not built to score any more than like 28 or 30 points. So it's really going to come down to their defense. I'm a big believer in their defense, though. I, I don't think they're going to win the game, but I kind of like getting 12 points. Okay. All right. I like that there. I like that. Um, Michigan versus Michigan State. Your Wolverines laying 23. And if I'm not mistaken, they lost to Michigan State last year, right? Last year, yeah. So a big revenge spot for Harbaugh. He's going to want this game pretty bad. I'm, I mean – I don't know. I I definitely lean towards Michigan laying 23. I don't know if I want to lay 23. Michigan State's bad this year. Yeah, Michigan State's bad, and Michigan is just dominant. Like, we're probably going to th- – we're probably not going to throw the ball a whole lot against them. Like, our ideal game plan is run the ball, like, 40 times. And when we do that, we usually win by a good amount. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a slow grind. Like, we're not going to be up 35-0 at halftime, and you're going to know you won your butt. But it might be, like, a 10-point game at halftime. And then gradually, as the game goes on, Blake Horm kind of just kind of just grinds at the defense and gets 150 to 200 rushing yards pretty much every game. So, I I'm not gonna bet it just because I'm a Michigan fan. I don't, I don't like betting on my own team in games. But I mean, if I had to bet it, I would definitely lay the 23 points. Michigan State stinks. Yeah, um, I also have a win total under on Michigan State at seven and a half. Um, I like my stance there yeah. right now with that one. Um, they would have to go. They'd have to go five and out. Yeah. Need to lose that bet. So right. one more loss and that is cash. So hopefully that'll pay me out on Saturday. Um Pitt versus I know Noah. Pitt versus North Carolina. We both have season win total over eight wins on Pitt. They would have to run the table to get there. Um you're gonna hate me, but I I kinda like Pitt. Like <laughs> I know their I know their defensive line hasn't been as good as I thought they were because I thought they'd be one of the best defensive lines in the country, and you know that's why I kind of was that was a, a big reason I was on this win total over. Um, and I, I I like Narduzzi, um, and their schedule was just soft. Um, I still think we could push this. I really do. I think a win here at North Carolina, um. Would, would push us. I think they would lose at home next week to Syracuse. Um, and then the rest of their schedule isn't too tough. I think it's Virginia, Duke, which should be two easy, pretty handily wins. I mean, yeah. Miami on the road, which Miami isn't as good as we thought they were. I, I kind of was writing Miami up as a loss early in the year. So, I mean, yeah. I also wrote Georgia Tech up as a win. I know. So I like Pitt here. I think UNC's offensive line is also not very good at all. I think Drake May has done a really good job for UNC. Um, but I think their offensive line is bad, and a good defensive line versus a bad offensive line is usually um, is usually a good thing for, for that defensive line. So I lean Pitt plus three. Yeah, I mean, I, 
I'm staying away from this game. I think I think UNC is a fake good team. They haven't really beaten anyone. Notre Dame Notre Dame beat them pretty good earlier in the year, didn't they? Yeah, 42. Yeah, beat them. 42 I mean, 32, but it was actually a bigger lead until UNC got a garbage time touchdown. Right, exactly. I mean, UNC's best one on the year is probably Miami, and that's not even that impressive of a win to me. So, yeah. I I mean, I'm just not betting this game just because of the games I've watched. Pitt, they kind of they pissed me off, and they did not look good. Uh, they got to bench Slovis. Slovis sucks. Yeah, yeah, they bring right exactly. Slovis, Slovis did not look good. I think he has. I think he, I'm pretty sure it's the same amount of touchdowns he has picks this year. I think he has five. Yeah, it's five and five. Which and another is, reason is I thought like Slovis would be like transferring. I thought it would kind of be like a rejuvenation for him. Right. Um, I mean, he was so highly recruited out of high school. I think he was projected like wasn't he a top five projection in drafts? I think so. At one point, yeah, not anymore. So. Yeah, oh, definitely not anymore. Um, but, yeah, I thought it would kind of be a rejuvenation for him. Um, but, yeah, obviously not. Eileen Pitt, plus three. Um, and then the last game we'll cover here, Ole Miss versus Texas A&M. Um, this is a weird, weird line. Yeah, it, it, makes, me say, it makes me say Texas A&M plus one and a half. I'm not touching it. I, li- I like Ole Miss, but... I was on LSU last week against them. Um, it was actually my biggest bet of the Saturday was LSU. They got there. I think I I probably won't bet it unless I'm having a really good Saturday and I want action at night, yeah. but I lean Texas A&M. Yeah, I mean, I think Ole Miss is a much better team, but it's like a 7.30 at night, Saturday night game in College Station. Like, that stadium's going to be going crazy. So it's... I think Ole Miss is a better team, but the environment makes me want to say Texas A&M, and that line makes me want to say Texas A&M. So I kind of agree with you. I'm not going to touch it unless I'm having a really good day. I also say that now when it's a Saturday night, so I might throw yeah. something on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I didn't even see South Carolina's ranked. There was a 25. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. That's... That's garb. I mean, I've bet on South Carolina. I think it was like the first two games of the year. I bet them against Arkansas, and then I bet them against. Uh, oh, I took them against Georgia, like plus thirty or something, <laughs> and they lost forty-eight-seven. That's and a sucker I bet. Them, yeah, against Arkansas, like plus ten and a half. They lost by fourteen. That's a sucker bet. So, what's your uh, what's your most confident bet Saturday? Is it the uh, Wake Forest think, one? Yeah, I think it's got to be Wake. Um, Louisville's bad. Um, I mean, I don't think there's anything more to say. Malik betting against Malik Cunningham worries me a little bit, but he actually hasn't even been as good as I thought he would be this year. I agree. So yeah, I think I got to go Wake. Wake has looked really good too. I mean, if you look at their scores, they went into overtime with Clemson, um, put up 45 on Clemson's defense. That's impressive. Um, and then, I mean, the one, the one, they beat Florida State on the road, um, hammered Boston College at home. That's not really saying that much. Um, yeah, Liberty, not- who's been really good this year, they got away with one and won by a point at home in September. I don't even know if Sam Hartman played in that game, though. I don't think he did. Yeah, I'm a little bit biased. Oh, he did play. Because I have, I have a bet with someone that UMass is going to allow more points this year than Wake Forest. <laughs> so I'm all for Wake Forest winning and not allowing a lot of points. Well, I mean, that bet probably is how much what's, – what's that yeah. looking like right now? It's UMass is heavily – UMass is probably one of the worst teams in the country. I'm going to – UMass is allowed 34, 42, 20, 28, 
three fifty five forty two. Three and then fifty five. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, and I mean they play and they also play in Texas A and M second last game of the year, so that, they're probably gonna allow sixty more there. Wow. Yeah, so we'll put out we'll put out a uh, college pick and an NFL pick on Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Wake Forest minus. I'm seeing three. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Wake Forest minus three. Okay. Do you I'm have gonna, a, are we doing a college and NFL or? Yeah, or? let's do a college and NFL. College. I'm gonna go with. Let's see. I think I like. I think I'm gonna go with uh, Kentucky, plus twelve in Tennessee. Oh. Okay, that's risky business. It's real risky, but I'm going with it. I could see, I could see it though. I could see a little letdown spot. Spot maybe um, Tennessee starts a little slow. Yeah, and I think um, the back, I think the back door is wide open on that one too. Yeah, and I like uh, Levis. I like Will Levis. I love him. I love him. He's a and dog. Bob Stoops. I mean, how do you not like Bob Stoops? So right, they're they're gonna be ready to play. Oh, for sure. Um, I'm looking at some of the unranked games. Just a game I kind of I kind of like Arkansas laying three and a half on the road against Auburn. Yeah, Auburn's not too good this year. I don't like them. Auburn's not very good, and I think Arkansas has had kind of an unlucky uh, little run here. I mean, they're four and three. In the beginning of the season, they were ranked. Um, Auburn is at home. I like KJ Jefferson a lot. Oh, I love KJ Jefferson. Yeah, I love KJ Jefferson. Um, yeah, so Arkansas on the road laying three and a half, but like they've gotten kind of an unfair, um run i mean they they hand they handled cincinnati week one they handle south carolina in week two who's now a ranked team um then they go to texas a&m they miss on the road at texas a&m obviously not an easy place to play they miss a field goal off of the top of i don't know if you saw that yeah off the top yeah off the top of the thing off the top of the crossbar um they get hammered by bama at home i don't really have an excuse for them there and then KJ Jefferson is out against Mississippi State on the road. Um, so I mean they're definitely not gonna win that one. And then they hammer BYU the next week in by in BYU. So Arkansas laying three and a half, that's one I kinda like. I'd I'd probably throw that in a money money line parlay. Um, or I just I just lay the three and a half there too. Yeah, I like that one also. And one other one I like, I don't I don't even think we talked about was is Oregon over Cal. I think I think Oregon's gonna end up being in the playoff. I think they're one of the wow. top five teams in the country as of right now. Uh Cal, I haven't really watched them, but I'm assuming I, it's old Cal. I can't get around on Bo Nix. You can, I, I don't even love Bo Nix. I just think I think their defense is good and I mean, I don't know. I, I just I like them. I don't I don't really have a reason for it. I just I think they're gonna win I think they're gonna win out. I don't know if I told you this, but I had a parlay to win. Did I tell you this or no? I don't think so. About the parlay? Mm. I had a parlay to win like 2000 like 2300 And it was like a $25 bet to win 2300 And one of my last legs, I had Texas Tech who had come back on Texas. They were down 14 in the fourth quarter. They came back and won. Yep. Washington State, I had money line. It was like money. It was like pretty big dogs money line. Washington State was like a ten point dog or something like that, or maybe seven and a half point dog against Oregon. Oh yeah, and they, they were up by twelve in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and they lost and by three. Oregon came back to win by three. That was a heartbreaker, and that was the only leg that lost. Oh, um, that was, that's terrible. I had the last game, so I couldn't even hedge. The last game was Arkansas versus Texas A and M, actually, and I had them plus two. 
So it won I wouldn't have won twenty three hundred. Um but I had yeah, I had Arkansas plus two. Damn. Um, so yeah, tough. That's that was, tough. That That's tough. really tough. Tough loss. But I might have hedged. I don't even know. I might have hedged Texas A and M. I probably because that was that was my last leg, and so maybe I would have got some money back on Texas A and M if I took a money line or whatever. I took them. Um, yeah, you probably would have. Minus two, that would have pushed anyway. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was a tough loss. That was probably That's my toughest. Tough. Yeah, my toughest loss of the year. Um. All right, so Kentucky plus twelve. I got Wake minus three. Let's move to the NFL slate this week. Um, we just talked about it. Tampa losing to Baltimore Thursday night football. No, we're both really big on Tom Brady. Um, he's the most undisputed go in probably any sport in both of our opinions. Um, bar Serena Williams, um, any team sport I'll give them for sure. Yeah. Um, are they actually in trouble? Yeah. The box, the box suck. Um, and I and I'm happy because living in Tampa Bay, there's so many ignorant Tampa Bay fans here. It's yeah. like like last night I was at a gas station at like midnight and it was I went to a, a gas station right near the stadium and there were so many Ravens fans in there and they were chirping the Bucks fans and they were so sad and it just made me so happy. I mean, three and five. You still got to think they're going to win that division, though, right? Their I mean, division, Saints. that's the only thing that's giving them a chance is how terrible their division is. They are in by far the worst division in the NFL. And if they can't make the playoffs in that division, that's that's terrible. I think, like you said, Brady's the most undisputed GOAT. But I think it's easy to say now, but he, he should have retired. Just all the stuff going on with him, yeah. with his wife, and with Antonio Brown, and now with how bad the Bucks look, like... It's just making him look bad late in his career, and I hope it doesn't like leave an impression on people of him because like it's really unfair because of how old he is. But yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks are in trouble. I think. I actually put a future on them to win the NFC yesterday. Um, wow. I just don't like who's gonna win the NFC. Philly. I, I think. I think the Eagle. I think the NFC Championship is going to be the Eagles and the 49ers, and, and I think it's going to be in Philly. The Philly's schedule is so easy. Have you seen their schedule the rest of the year? Oh, I know. I know it is. I know. I know it's really easy. They can win 14 games. It's not going to change my opinion about. They're going to be favored in every single game. They're probably going to be favored by a, like over five points in every single game the rest of the year, except for the Cowboys game. And maybe the Packers. I just don't. Do you be, do you actually believe in them? I don't. I believe in them in the sake of I. My prediction is they're getting to the NFC Championship game and they're going to lose to the 49ers. That's why I think it's going to happen. Who in the I NFC mean, is beating? Who in the NFC is beating them? The Rams do not look good. Rams like, don't the 49ers good. don't even look good. I just think I think I think Tampa can come around. I really do. I, don't I think know, dude. By, they look really bad now. How many times have we said that in Tom Brady's career? That's the one thing that I'm I'm still I'm banking on. I really am. It's the same thing that people have said. People said this five years ago, six years ago about Tom Brady when he was like going into his 40s and he looked bad. I mean, they said it his first year in Tampa. Why did he leave? Why did he leave New England and go to Tampa when they lost 35 to three on prime time against the Saints? I know they've looked bad for consecutive weeks and there's bigger problems here. Like he just, he's going through a divorce and stuff. Like I know their offensive line has looked shit. 
Losing um, Ali Marpet or Holbart alum. Losing losing to the Steel like the Steelers suck. They lost to the Steelers, then they go to Carolina, who might be the worst team in the NFL and lose twenty one to three. Like you can't put up more than three points on the Panthers. That's yeah. just it like you said, it I will never count Brady out. So <laughs> nothing would surprise me, but I just think the Eagles and the 49ers are by far better than them right now. That's why I threw on Tampa, to be honest. It was just like the Brady effect. Like they'll they'll they're gonna get in the playoffs. I mean, if they don't, whatever. Like I, I'll lose my fifty bucks. But at plus nine hundred, I had to. Yeah. I, knowing I'm... their division, knowing what their division is, and then you're gonna give. Um, I just don't think there's a there's not a standout team to me in the NFC. Like the Packers are obviously very down. I don't know why they're not trading for a receiver. Neither do I. Um, they're down. I, I'm not sold on the Eagles. The Cowboys blow it in the playoffs every single year. So I just and the Niners are the Niners are decent, but like just, Jimmy G Niners has not looked to good. Jimmy G looks bad. He does, but the Niners are they're like another one of the teams. They're built to win on the road in the playoffs. They're like I don't see many teams going to Philly. Philly's going to be the number one seed. I think that's like pretty clear cut based on how easy their schedule is and how, how yeah. far they're ahead right now. So yeah. you're going to have to go win in Philly to make it to the Super Bowl. I think that the 49ers are built the best to do that. They can run the ball, and, they, and they're good on defense. That's how you win in the playoffs on the road. So to me, I, I think Philly right now looks by far the best. They've won every game they should win. The Packers haven't won all the games they should win. The Bucks haven't. So it, it's tough for me to say that anyone's even close to Philly right now. Yeah. Um, I just think it's just been like, there's been so many times that people have said this about Brady and I hope he, I hope he finds a way again. That would be, that would be something. Um, it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on to Sunday, the London game, Jags and Broncos Jags length two and a half. What a dumpster fire. The Broncos have been this year. Um, I said this in the off season and I think we talked about it too was the Matt Stafford thing. So many teams tried to replicate that this offseason. Yeah. And you gave away everything for Russ, who hasn't looked good. He did not look good in Seattle last year, especially Mm -hmm. the last eight or nine games. And now they're blaming it on an injury, whatever they want to say, whatever they want to say, because they gave up their whole entire, their next three years for Russell Wilson. I don't even, they're they're not even going to get in the playoffs, not in the AFC. Um, I'm not touching this game. If I had to, I'd probably lay the Jags two and a half, but I'm not touching. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm probably going to bet Jacksonville. I, I'm huge against the Broncos. I think Nathaniel Hackett needs to be fired. I don't get why there's so much patience in the NFL for coaches when a team's doing terrible. Like, you paid all this money for Russell Wilson. You, you're you probably one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. Like, the coach has to go. Like, why, yeah. are you going to wait? Are you going to wait out the whole year with a coach or you can go six and 11? And then next year get a new coach. Like what? What's the point of doing that? You right. might as well. You might as well fire him now, get an interim coach that's on your roster, and go from there. That's that's what I would do. Uh, but yeah, I mean the Broncos, like you said, they're, they're a complete dumpster fire right now. Yeah. Um, moving on to the one o'clock slate: Panthers, Falcons. Falcons laying four. Um, Falcons are kind of frisky this year. Yeah. Uh, three and four. Arthur Smith has done a really good job. Um, what's your take on that game? I kind of like the Falcons this year, honestly. Like, they, they battle, and there's been a few games when, like, they've been down big early, and they've kind of fought back. They did it against the Rams. 
And then I think they did it again last week um, against who they play last week. Or not, they were down against the Bengals pretty good, and then they came back, and then the Bengals kind of pulled away. But yeah. they beat the 49ers the week before that. They beat the Browns, obviously, earlier in the year. They beat the Seahawks. Like They have a couple They have a couple good wins so far. I, I like the Falcons to win that game by, and, and cover the four points. Yeah, I like that too. Wow, what a what a turn of events for Baker Mayfield. Like, yeah. he's, he's – I don't know if – Thing in Cle- did Cleveland cover him up because they had a great offensive line, great running backs? I don't know. They Is must. He, was have. he always that bad? He stinks now. I, I, I don't mean, think he was. He, he he was great for your guys' system. I think I think he's more of a system quarterback. I don't think you can just put him in with a team like the Panthers and expect him to thrive. Right. And I I mean this is, sounds crazy to say, but like Jacoby has done a better job running our offense. By far better. <laughs> Uh, moving on, Bears, Cowboys, Cowboys laying 10. Um, I'm not touching this. I feel like the Bears are getting 9 or 10 every single week. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, their defenses look good. Um, I kind of think it's the same thing with the Cowboys, though. They'll get in the playoffs, and I don't see them going past the first round. I agree. I think a team like the 49ers or a team like even the Bucks, if they make it, could easily knock them out in the first round. I, I like Dallas to win and cover this game and to definitely make the playoffs and possibly be a top three seed in the NFC. But like you said, I don't think there are any threats to go far in the playoffs. Um. Yeah, Dolphins, Lions, Dolphins laying three and a half in Detroit. Um. I mean, the Lions, who after week one, I think people were excited about. Um. But they're they're just they're terrible again. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to like them so bad. Like they have an explosive offense. Like I love Dan Campbell still. It's, they're one in five though. Like numbers don't lie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, another one o'clock game: Arizona at Minnesota. Minnesota laying three and a half. I kind of like Minnesota laying the three and a half. I am really really slept on Arizona. Really slept on Kingsbury. On Kyler, I'm just slept on Arizona in general. I like the yeah. Vikings here. Yeah, if I need a nice after, after or if I need a nice on nap Sunday afternoon, I'm probably going to turn this game on because these are probably the two of the teams I'm most sleep on in the NFL. I think the Vikings. Are, wow. they're five and one, but like I would bet almost every dollar I have, they're not winning a playoff game. I just don't think they're like they're a good regular season team to me. They're like the Portland Trailblazers. They're going to make the playoffs and they're going <laughs> to lose in the first round. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kurt, when Kirk Cousins your quarterback, I just don't. I can't get around. I can't. Yeah. Get around. Uh, Raiders, Saints. Raiders have kind of surprised me with their slow start. I thought they'd be better. Um, obviously Derek Carr, I'm not super high on. Um, they go to New Orleans. They're laying one and a half on the road. This feels. This line feels really weird to me. Yeah, this is this is a tough one for me because I do not like betting against the Saints at all. Me either. But especially especially at home, I really don't like doing it. But I I really might bet the Raiders in this one. I just I don't know. It's not even like I have a great reason for it. I just think this is one of those games the Raiders are gonna win. And Dennis Allen isn't Sean Payton. I feel like with the Saints, I have that Sean Payton kind of in my head still, and I didn't right. want to bet against him. But it's Dennis Allen. He is not Sean Payton by any means. It's- so. Not by any means. <laughs> um, New England goes to MetLife, laying two and a half. I kind of like New England. 
um, laying two and a half, but I probably won't bet it. The Jets have actually looked solid. Obviously, losing Brees Hall was a really bad loss. Yeah. Um, for them, I don't even know if the Jets make the playoffs though. Like, I don't know. What is your take on New York? I feel like they've gotten pretty fortunate. They've definitely gotten fortunate, but I mean, they're five and two. I'm not gonna sit here and say like there's any threat to do anything in the playoffs, but I definitely think they could could make the playoffs. I think between the two New York teams, I think the Jets are better than the Giants, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I can I could agree there for sure. Um, Eagles at home laying eleven against Pittsburgh. It's a stay away. I have trouble betting against Pittsburgh and Mike Tomlin. I'm not quick to do that. Um even though Kenny Pickett has just looked so, I mean, any quarterback that's been in there, at least Trubisky wasn't turning the ball over, really. Right, right. Um, but Pickett's gone in there, and he's averaging, like, two interceptions a game. I don't know <laughs> if you have any play on this game at all. No, nah, I'm probably I'm probably staying away. Like you said, I don't really like betting against Pittsburgh. If it was any other team, I would definitely lay the 11 points with Philly. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're by far the better team. Like I don't, I don't even think it's close, but like you said, it's like Mike Tomlin's going to have the Steelers ready to go in there and battle at least. Yeah. Uh, moving to the 4 o'clock slate, Tennessee plays in Houston. I am I am so slopped on Tennessee, and I have keep betting against them, and I keep losing within recent weeks at least. I want to take Houston because that line is fishy. I'm staying away. I'm not touching that game with a 10-foot pole. Vrabel is is he's he deserves to be one of the front runners for coach of the year in my opinion. Yeah, he he's a great coach. I've always liked him as a coach a lot. I have under 9 wins for Tennessee too. So that's tough in that in that division. I mean, they have a couple free this ones. This could be huge. I need this because I was counting this as a win for Tennessee and I split them against the Colts. So I need a Texans dub here. Yeah, that I mean, I would not be shocked at all. Like Houston kind of wins a couple of these games a year. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Houston won. Their live win total, Tennessee's, is nine still. That's I took under nine. That's okay. still their win total, and it's the under is juiced at minus one thirty. I mean, so, after this week they play the Chiefs. Boss. Chiefs, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Eagles. That's a tough stretch. That's like one or two wins in there, two of yeah, that's a that's a tough stretch. Um, moving on 4:25 PM kickoff, um, on Fox commanders versus the Colts Colts laying three. God, I hate, I, I've, I've bet on both of these teams. There's been how many, seven games so far for each team, 14 combined. I probably bet on each of these teams combined eight times this year, eight out of 14 total. <laughs> I probably bet them. It, the it, two of the most boring teams in the NFL probably. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like it's been in spots where, like, I've liked the commanders. And I'm probably, honestly, out of the eight, I'm probably, like, four and four. So you got you to break the tie this week. I don't think I'm touching it. Colts laying three. What's Sam Ellinger? Do you have an opinion? Uh, I'm going to lean Indianapolis. But <laughs> not a strong enough opinion to put any of my hard-earned money on that game. Dude, I think I remember. I think it was our sophomore year of college. Sam Ellinger was at Texas. Sam Ellinger went to Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sam Ellinger was at Texas. They were playing Notre Dame. Notre Dame was ranked like 13th or 12th. And I'm like, yeah, Notre Dame's really good this year. Um, They have a chance, you know, to, to make the national championship, whatever. Sam Ellinger put up like 
49 on like he torched Notre Dame. It was the first game of the season. I and, remember that. Yeah, Notre Dame lost like 49, 41 or something like that, and I was I was tight. That's what that's what I remember about Sam Ellinger though. So he's gonna. So what you're telling me is he's gonna drop 49 points on the Commanders this week? Hammer, yeah, hammer the Colts. All right. No, I'm staying away. Uh, 49ers laying one and a half against the Rams. The Rams stink. <laughs> they uh, suck. Kyle Shanahan owns McVay, but I think I think I'm Give me the Niners. You like the Niners laying one and a half? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd lean that way, too. Only if Debo plays. It's not looking like he's going to play right now. Yeah, that would be detrimental for me. I have him in, like, three leagues. I have him against you. In uh, pigskins? Chuka. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I need to win in that league, too. Me, too. <laughs> Uh, Giants in Seattle. Seattle laying three. I like Seattle. I I I keep fading the Giants. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look good to this point. See, I like Seattle. Gino's nice. I'm awake. This is, this is the game of the week. I don't care what anyone says. This is the game outside of the Bills game. I'm by far looking forward to the most. Are you awake on Seattle? I'm awake on Seattle. Kenneth Walker's like that. Seattle, I think I'm gonna give a hot take right now. Seattle's making it to they'll they'll be in the divisional round of the playoffs. I think I think they're gonna win in the wild card, and I think they're gonna be uh-huh. in the divisional round, and I think they're gonna have to go to like I can see them having to go to Philly in the divisional round, and I think they're gonna battle with them. Are three teams getting in in that division? <sighs> I I hate to say it, but I don't think the Rams are making the playoffs. Wow, that's that's bold. They stink. I like it though. Yeah, they're not. I don't. They're not good. They're not they're gonna. Just... I, I'm over just saying teams are good because of the names they have. Like all oh, the right. Packers are gonna be good because they have Aaron Rodgers. Like the Packers suck. I've watched all their games. They're they're a bottom eight NFL team right now from what I've seen. Like I'm not just gonna say they're gonna go to the NFC Championship game because they have Aaron Rodgers. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I mean we we have different opinions about Aaron Rodgers, but I can agree he has looked. Yeah, sure. I know it's it's tough to say he has no weapons because, like, I feel like every great quarterback goes through this and they figure it out. Right. But, like... He has Aaron Jones. People are not making plays with him. They're not. I, I agree with that. But that's that also stems from the front office. Why? You see all these receivers getting traded. How are... And, and you see the value that they're going for, like, late, late draft picks. Why are, are the Packers doing? not doing that? Why are they not doing that? It makes no sense. They got to make a trade before the deadline, right? Exactly. They sh- I don't know why they're not trying to get DJ Moore. Like, there's all, there's receivers Brandon out there that Cooks. are on the trade block. I heard Brandon Cooks. Even Chase Claypool. Right. Literally get somebody. They would all be your but number one receiver. Exactly. We're, we got to be missing something. I don't know, man. Um, both of our teams are in prime time this weekend. Um, it starts with your Bills on Sunday night. I was honestly going to go to the game. I got offered a ticket. Things just didn't line up um, for me. I was going to go, and I was like, you know, if it was going to – I just think it's going to be an absolute massacre. Yeah. Packers have looked so bad. Bills have looked like the best team in football. So, I don't – I'm definitely not taking 11 with Green Bay, but 
I don't know if I want to lay it either. Yes. I lay it before I take it. It's still like in the back of our heads, like Aaron Rodgers getting 11 points, but it's I like know. the Packers have lost to both the New York teams. So might as well make it a third one. Well, I keep making excuses for Green Bay. Like last week, I was like, oh, well, you know, they had a 20-point lead against the Giants. They took their foot off the gas. Then they came back from London that game. You know, teams coming back from London usually don't play very well. They have a short week. You know, they're jet-lagged, whatever. This week, to lose to Washington? There's no excuse. I yeah, I was laying the four all day long. I think I put Green Bay in every parlay I had. <laughs> yeah. So turned out good. That was my parlay killer. Um what like before we get into Cleveland and we get and I get negative, like talk to me about your feeling on Buffalo. Like not only how it feels right now that they look like the best team in football, but like they're the Super Bowl favorites, and with even with all these injuries, yeah, it feels surreal. And I mean, every game we play in, like regardless of what the score is, I just feel like we're gonna find a way to win the game. Like even in the even going into Kansas City, the entire game, I was like, we are like I felt like we were significantly better than them. Yeah. Which it, it doesn't matter at all in the regular season because I don't really care if we go seventeen and zero, and if we lose in the first playoff game, none of that matters. I I need to see the Bills beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's that's what I need to see for me to say definitively we are the best team in the NFL. Um, I, I think we are right now, but to definitively say that and have proof, we need to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, which we have not done yet. And mm. until that happens, the AFC is still running through Kansas City. What is like? What is your optimism on a Super Bowl? Is it like, I, like you just said, like I need to see it in order to believe it? Or like, yeah. are you like, I'm all in. We're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, I'm a very realistic fan. I'm not going to say we're going to win the Super Bowl, but I I think we should definitely get there because the playoffs are going to run through Buffalo. So who's going to, who's coming to Buffalo and beating us? I don't see that happening. I think the Chiefs are the only team that have any chance to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I, I try to be realistic, and I don't want to just sit here and say I expect to win the Super Bowl, but, like, I kind of do right now. Huh? There it is. I I think they I think they are as a as a uh, um unbiased yeah unbiased fan. I think the Bills. It's just like it do, it kind of feels like being from being from around Buffalo and in Rochester all my life. It does feel like Bills Super Bowl favorites. Like it just feels it doesn't feel right. It, it, yeah. Right. It, it feels so weird to like be the favorites. That's why it hasn't even like really set in me yet. It won't set in until I see us playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, to see that logo and then, like, power rankings every week is one. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. Um, And then Monday Night Football, <sighs> Cleveland at Damn. home, plus three against Cincinnati. What do you think about this game? Cincinnati rolls? I don't know, dude. No Jamar Chase, obviously, for the next four to six weeks. <laughs> I kind of like the Browns in this one. At home in the dog pound on a Monday night. Don't say that to me. I like the Browns. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, it's been so, I mean, and you know, like, it's just been so frustrating. Like, and I feel like I say that, I, I think I said this last year on the podcast, that it was the most frustrating season for me. Yeah. I, I And I, like, 
sometimes I have to step back and like realize who our quarterback is right now, and that yeah. is Kobe Brissett. But at the same time, we've lost four out of our five games by three points or less. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I was just about to say, yeah, three. That's that's crazy. And like, it's just super super frustrating, especially when you feel like your coaching staff isn't putting you the in the best position to win. Right. Like Nick Chubb is like the best, probably the best pure runner in my opinion. Like just runner in football. Like okay. you can you can say whatever you want, but like I like he is so good and like Stefanski is fucking brain dead at times. Like literally brain dead. He cannot I think I said this last year. He can't call plays and manage games at the same time. And that is okay. Not many people can do that. There's very right. few in the NFL that do that. Andy Reid's one. I think McVay calls the plays is another. Yeah. But, like, it's just so frustrating when you see him make bonehead decisions every single week. And then our defensive coordinator scheme, like, to me, there's just no excuse for our defense not to be good. Yeah, I agree. I think Kevin Stefanski is kind of along those same lines of Nathaniel Hackett. It's like, you know you're not doing that good right now. Like, why not try to make a change? Like, you know what you're going to get with Kevin Stefanski as your coach. They've lost a few. I would say you guys have lost five games. I could I could probably honestly say three of those have been because of coaching. Yeah. So it's like, why are you going to keep giving this guy chances? Like, give another coach a chance. You guys don't have a great roster by any means, but you have a roster that should be better than two and five right now. Yeah. And especially by all the close games that we've had. Like, we have a we have a really good offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously Wyatt Taylor's been injured for a couple of weeks, but I mean, we've still been running the ball effectively. And then like Nick, you have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, obviously. And then Amari Cooper, David and Joku, who's been really good this year. And then you have so many, you have a lot of good name. I, maybe these defensive players are overrated, but I don't think like, is John Johnson overrated? Maybe. I don't know. Like Denzel Ward is a pro bowler every right. year. Miles Garrett. The one of the best pass rushers in football, Jadavion Clowney, who's probably a little overrated, but he's a good run stopper. Yeah. Had nine sacks last year. Yeah. Like it's just really like the defensive coordinator thing and the fact that we haven't moved on from him. We gave up 30 points to Joe Flacco. Yeah. And 38 to uh, Mac Jones. 38 to Mac Jones. And they're, these are all in like four. Oh, no, it was Bailey Zappi actually. Or Bailey Zappi, yeah. Um, and these are all like fourth quarter second half like if you go and look at the scores in the first half like carolina had i think 10 points until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. um I'm trying to think of the the jets didn't really score until the fourth quarter i think they scored like 21 points in the fourth quarter like yeah it's just shit like that that is is frustrating um i think the public's gonna be all over cincinnati so i think so too i i just like cleveland in the spot at home in the dog pond i think they i think they come out in battle and win this game and I, other, I think the other thing with not firing Stefanski, too, is, like, it's they've had so much turnover with coaches that they're trying to find some stability, and they're really giving him the benefit of the doubt. He made the playoffs for the first time in 18 years. Um, but, like, wh- you went we went 8-9 and nine last year mm-hmm. with a roster that should have done much better, and then you're two and five right now. So I, I, I think there's serious conversation. If we don't win this week, we go two and six to the bye because your seasons, if you don't win this week, it's your season's over. Right. Especially in the AFC this year. Um, 
I still think it's over. Our schedule is too hard. I mean, three, yeah. we'd be three and five, and then we still play. I think we play Buffalo, Miami. That's Miami, Buffalo, Tampa. And Baltimore again, right? Or twice. No, but, um, Deshaun comes back. Oh, okay. I'm saying before Deshaun comes back. Oh, before he comes back, okay. Which I don't think Deshaun's going to be a freaking killer his first couple games back. I think it's going right. to be a lot of nerves. There would be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a work in progress. Then I, I, yeah, like you said, if you guys lose this week going to the bye, I think if you're going to make a coaching change, that's the time to do it. Yeah, or you're going to wait till the end of the season. Right, exactly. So we'll see. Um, What's your favorite NFL? Do you have a favorite NFL play? I'm going to go with – I'm going to go Seattle minus three at home. Yeah, that's one I was eyeing. Um, favorite NFL play. I've been I've been bad in the NFL, betting the NFL this year. Uh, if I had Atlanta minus four, I like a lot too. I'm going to go – I might change this pick, but for now, I'm going to go Vikings length three and a half at home. Okay. Against Arizona. Okay. I can't really go wrong betting against Arizona. Yeah. That's my, I mean, honestly, the other one I was considering is Houston plus two and a half, but that's, I'm not, I don't, don't want, do I, I don't want to bet against Mike Vrabel like that. Yeah. Don't do that, please. Um, but I think that's all we got, Noah. It's good to be back. Um, yeah. We'll try and I mean we'll do whatever we can. We'll get it was tough for me during the season too, um, mm-hmm. but our season almost over now, so we'll try and get more content out there as we can. I was getting a lot of questions recently, like, are you guys still doing the podcast? Yeah, I was still stuff like that. So, um, good to get another pod out there for the people. Um, Noah, good luck to your Bills Sunday night. I'm sure you won't really need it, but I'll take yeah. I'll take all the luck I can get on Monday night. Yeah, back at you Monday night. All right, bro. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and we will see you next time. Yeah.